trinket. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined as always by a paragon of equality, Gary Butterfield. This is we we've been talking about a lot of good trinkets. Yeah, and boy. then we got this bad boy. Yeah, uh, this has been a beautiful plane ride, and we've just come across the building. Yep, uh, on that fateful day, that fateful September morn, uh, much like two equal signs turned on their side, mm-hmm. we've got equality, which is what happened with a plane. Yep, uh, yep. Uh, or so they say. Did, Gary, when you were a kid, didn't you think buildings would just kind of like go sideways when they got hit by a plane? I totally did. We learned a lot. Uh, that like day. cartoons had that happen a lot. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Is it possible that the 9-11 terrorists had just watched too many Looney Tunes? And they were actually aiming for something that was on, that was on the ground that they wanted the buildings to hit? Yeah. Yeah. Like a complicated kind of like <laughs> Rube Goldberg terrorism. Yeah. They, they were looking to hit like a gigantic bowling ball that would then roll down and hit the president or something. Oh, my God, Gary. Yeah. Bring me a little of that powerhouse. Is that what that song's yeah. called? Yeah, I got in one. Sometimes uh, I'm smart, Gary, not dumb like they say. The uh, I would respect the, the the terrorists so much more if they were trying to do this like elaborate. Gary, can I give a like, can you give a quick ranking thing. of all the things the terrorists could have done to earn your respect on that fateful day when they killed the creator of Wings? Number one, more female terrorists. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, it's the Rube Goldberg thing. Yeah. Those are really the only two things. Gary, this trinket's one of the worst in the entire game. I, I didn't know what it did. Uh-huh. I had like a vague idea, but there's also an item that is uh, kind of similar to this that we talked about. Yeah. That is also uh, fiddly and bad. Like if this like but, made but you like if 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 the effect of this was, oh, plus 20 damage, this would still be a pain in the ass. Yes. I the only effect this has had. So, so we should say what it does. Yeah. It's an equal sign. Yes. Uh, and if you have the same number of coins, keys, and bombs, uh, then you can now get double uh, pickups. Yeah, they turn into their double versions. Bundle. So they won't be equal for very long. All this has done is made it so I notice when I have the same number of bombs, keys, and coins. Mm-hmm. Think, oh, man. But that has never happened when I have equality. I'm like, huh, if I had this not good trinket, I would get one extra of one of these. Yeah, and again, the effect that you're like, designing your entire run to take advantage of is nothing. Yep. Is like completely over. Like there's literally an item that just does this. There's just Mm -hmm. humbling bundle and you could just have humbling bundle. It's in the fucking shop. This is, this is absolute trash tier. And when you said the, the effect that you're trying to make your run around, like me, I've been playing Isaac again. And one of the things I was noticing, cause I'm coming off a lot of deck builders Mm -hmm. Is that you don't really tailor a run in Isaac? Oh no, not like, unless you know, not unless yeah. you're like maybe playing with the D six. Yeah, there's there's too much stuff. So like you get the unicorn stump and you're like, oh man, if I get some some orbitals and Midas touch, I'm in business. You you got no control over that. Yeah, unless you're you, playing tainted you Isaac. Yes, you probably can't make that happen. So if you get this, there's not a lot you can do to like get an advantage out of it. Cause it's not that type of game. Yeah. Like, I guess I can like try to spend, like buy something. I, Oh man, I'm one. I have four more coins than keys and keys are on sale. So if I buy a key for three, they'll be equals. And then I just got to find some bombs. Yep. <laughs> and then if the next penny I find might be worth two pennies. Ooh. Uh Oh, uh, now they're not in it, sync. 
it, what this should do is give you the effect for the rest of the run. Yes. What do, I, what do you think about that? Like, I think, I think that is not overpowered. It's still kind of fiddly and stupid, but it wouldn't feel insulting and like one of the worst trinkets in the game. Uh, yeah. I, I, and you have to have at least one of everything. Let's say that's yes. okay. So that is the actual use case for this is if you were running with zero of everything or one of everything. Yes. Then this Even is actually, this is actually good because the difference between zero keys, one key and two key is actually major. Yes. If it's in the first four floors of the game. Exactly. Like if you're, if you find yeah. this on the first room of the game, then you, yep. I can, there is a use case at least because early in the run, it's easy to get stuck with zero of everything. Yes. You have zero and then you have a two thirds chance of getting either two bombs or two keys where you'd get one bomb or one key. Yeah. Gary, you've convinced uh, me this is good. The weird thing about this is it would be way better if it were made way earlier like yeah. if this were an, an original Isaac item, but now the fact that like you, you could get this, this drops in shoal. Yeah. You know, like fuck off. You know, it, when the game was five floor or six floors, it was a lot easier to make a use case for this. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, still excited that we found a use case for it. I was surprised. Me too. We did more than Edmund did. Like yeah. fuck this item. <laughs> fuck this item. Uh, Gary, yeah. If people uh, enjoy this show, what should they do? They should fuck this item. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Is it, uh, I guess you could kind of sandwich something in between the the two parts of the equal sign. You could sandwich a lot of things in there. Oh, it may as well be couch cushions, dude. Gary, do you think that's what the terrorists were trying to do is that they were trying to knock over one building and then knock over <laughs> and then put their dick on top of that building or, and then knock over the other building on top of it. Or run the plane between the two buildings like couch cushions. Oh yeah. And they just missed, mm-hmm. you know, they're just trying to, to get the rocks off or they were trying to get like a good pilot wing score. Ooh, <laughs> I bet you there are a bunch of pilot wings, 9-11 memes. If not, I'm really upset. Yeah, come on, just, people. Just footage of it and then picture of that, like, I, one of my favorite <laughs> little pilot wings. Yeah, like the, the disappointed teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> pops out. Lance is so fucking mad about this. <laughs> Lance was affected more by 9-11 than anyone. Way more than Pete Davidson. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash DougFeedTV. Mm-hmm. See, I learned that Pete Davidson, in fact, from you. And I'm <laughs> applying the knowledge. Gary, it, I, don't, I don't think you meant it this way. That has the cadence of blame. <laughs> I, didn't mean it, I learned just, it from you, I'm Dad. Just, I'm just trying to teach you that you're educational. Unlike Pete Davidson. To me, in terms of Pete, Pete Davidson. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's got he's got all a bunch of embarrassing tattoos, that guy. I feel I, like Steve Buscemi should have just adopted Pete Davidson, both in terms of face shape and con- mutual connection to 9-11. I like the idea of him adopting Pete Davidson in terms of face shape. Like he goes under the knife to look more like Pete Davidson. I mean, they already look a lot alike, dude. No, I know, but he's, he's, yeah. It's just uh, him having to be more like that. Um, then there's also ratings reviews, which you motherfuckers didn't do. You've let us down. Uh, and Between your father and, and I are very disappointed in you. And Pete Davidson and Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Um, uh, Steve Buscemi from Olive Garden. You see, he went for uh, uh, Halloween as Hello Fellow Kids. It's very cute. Very cute. He's a cute I guy. Like I, I, uh, I, last year there was the thing where Paul Rudd, his daughter went as the wasp and he just went as Weird Al, uh-huh. even though he has the costume, the Ant-Man costume Yeah, and could have made her day. I think that's very funny. Sexiest man alive. I like, uh, he's, he is pretty sexy. Jack Gruberson. Yeah. Ageless. Ageless Gruberson. He's ageless. Uh, I let him he's, the munch or me. He's got a little age. He, he's getting it slowly. I saw him on Hot Ones, and he was a little bit older. Yeah, no, I, it's it's the Hot Wings, Gary. They they age you. Yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> this is opposed to what we thought, which is keep you young. And scene. Scene. You don't have to say it like that. Oh. Long like that, but that's bad. I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know I don't have to. Don't have to do any of this. Can just fucking walk away. I can go make these pork chops I got sitting around. Ooh, Gary, what you gonna do with those pork chops? I'm gonna cook them up with uh, some onion and mushrooms and some pierogies on the side. Oh man, everything about that except the fungus sounds great. Ah, uh, you don't like mushrooms? I hate Interesting. God, no weakness. Oh. Mm. You know that's something you have in common with the uh, the Great Britain Cameron. Yeah, we have a lot in common, despite not having seen each other in like a year and a half. <laughs> like plus. <laughs>